This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Here's another podcast from... Joy 94.9 presents Absolutely Everybody. Sponsored by and presented by Anecto, the People Network... Absolutely everybody, only on Joy 94.9. Two weeks ago, ACON and the Sydney uh, University of Sydney released the findings of the biannual Sydney Women's and Sexual Health Survey, the SWASH report. This is a critically important piece of research that gives insight into health issues relevant to lesbian, bisexual and queer women, including sexual health, violence, mental health, tobacco and illicit drug use, alcohol consumption and cancer screening behaviours. I spoke to uh, the the report researchers, the lead researcher, Julie Mooney-Summers, as well as uh, ACON's Director of Policy Strategy and Research, Alan Brotherton, about why the SWASH report is important. Absolutely everybody, a show for... Absolutely everybody on Joy 94.9. SWASH has been running since 1996, so it's the the longest running and, as far as I know, the only regular survey of lesbian, bisexual and queer women's health and well-being in the world, definitely in Australia, but I'm pretty sure in the world. Alan Brotherton is the Director of Policy, Strategy and Research at ACON, New South Wales' leading HIV and LGBTI health organisation. Why is the SWASH report important for ACON? I think most important part of the report is that what it does is identifies that there is a distinct lesbian health agenda that isn't the same as the women's health agenda. I think that that's been a very challenging issue for us to overcome in terms of talking to funders. And I, I think it comes from a, a strangely limited understanding that women's health is about women's bodies and biology, whereas, as we know, a lot of health issues are actually the result of social contexts and social processes. So things like alcohol and drug use, smoking, mental health as a response to homophobic violence or abuse are all health issues that affect lesbian, bi, queer women in ways very differently than they do for women in the general population or or heterosexual women. Julie, what makes lesbian, bisexual and queer women's health needs unique from the general population of other women? I don't know that I'd say that our health issues are unique. I think that there seem to be some health issues which are affecting us differently. A really good example of that is smoking. Smoking is an issue which has affected the general population. Australia is a world leader in tobacco control. There's all kinds of really important health, uh, public health interventions that state and federal governments have put into place that have really reduced smoking at the, at the general population level. But what that seems to have done is that it's kind of revealed little pockets where smoking doesn't seem to be changing much. Lesbian, bisexual and queer women is one of those pockets. Our data shows that smoking among lesbian, bisexual and queer women in Sydney has changed very little over the last decade and particularly, so it's at about 30%, particularly among young women, it's about 45, 48% and those numbers are really quite shocking when you look at um, the rates among the general population which are about half that. Alan, what do you suggest is the cause of this type of finding in the SWASH report? The sorts of anti-smoking campaigns that are being run are simply not reaching those women and that comes back to the social aspect of health and health promotion that if whatever is going on in tobacco advertising is clearly not resonating with these women and maybe the reasons for smoking are different. 
We don't know that. So what the SWASH report does is give us a tool to argue for getting programs established that actually help us better understand lesbian smoking. And in fact, that has been our first success arising from SWASH. So ACON does now have a tobacco cessation evidence into practice program that's just commenced, that's been funded by the Cancer Institute, looking at, at why women smoke at such high rates, what might be the reasons, the cultural factors that influence that, and how we might develop messaging that will reach them. What changes have you noticed in the health and well-being of lesbian, bisexual and queer women over the different iterations of the report? So we've seen a couple of things change. One thing which has been a really great thing that we've seen is that the experiences of homophobic abuse and violence has reduced. And that's a really good thing. Things have changed in the general culture in Australia and lots of kind of efforts like pride and diversity and gender and sexual diversity have really shifted the way that people think about sexuality. So I think we can start to see that in some of our statistics around experiences of homophobic abuse and violence. I think something else we're seeing is that the kind of general way that women talk about or evaluate their health is pretty good and that seems to be improving slightly. Another good news story is that women who are out to their GPs about their sexuality seem to be more satisfied with that relationship with their GP than women who aren't. And that's something that we're seeing a bit of a shift around. And I think that that's kind of reflecting a change in community and a change in the general culture. And we can see how that then starts to flow through for women's health. Alan, what is ACON hoping to achieve with this report? It gives us very good leverage for asking for more research to better understand what the issues are. I mean, once you've got past the inclusivity issue is, are there specific facets, I guess, to women's smoking or women's alcohol or drug use that might mean that we have to offer different programs to inform, I guess, people who fund um, health prevention and health promotion programs to say, is a population who are simply not being reached through your broadcast messages and you need to start thinking about funding some more tailored messaging. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.